Are we in a recession? Are we heading towards a recession? Honestly, all the debating on the topic feels like semantics. What matters is that people are worried. In this episode, I'll share some of my favorite data to bring context and hopefully peace of mind to the uncertainty of recessions. Let's get to it. First and foremost, recessions are painful, but expansions have been powerful. See this chart from Capital Group. Over the last 70 years, the U.S. has been in an official recession less than 15% of all months. What's more, the average expansion increased economic output by almost 25%, whereas the average recession reduced GDP by only 2.5%. Equity returns can even be positive over the full length of a contraction, since some of the strongest stock rallies have occurred during the late stages of a recession. Okay, let's zoom out even further in history. As this capital group chart symbolizes, there have always been reasons not to invest, but there's good reason to look beyond the headlines. I know you can't see the fine print, but what we're looking at is a hypothetical $10,000 initial investment in the Investment Company of America Fund, a good proxy for the S&P 500. The royal blue lower section of the chart represents market returns, while the lighter blue upper section represents additional value added by reinvesting dividends. I love this chart because it's easy to see that over time the market has steadily climbed despite recessions and downtrends. Over this 88-year span, the S&P 500 averaged an annual return of 11.2% with dividends reinvested. What's more, only 16 of the 88 years had a negative total return. The red box is at the bottom. Good perspective there. Okay, on to my next point. Equities typically peak months before a recession, but can bounce back quickly. Bear markets, declines of 20% or more, and recessions, economic declines, have often overlapped, with equities leading the economic cycle by six to seven months on the way down and again on the way up. See that upward trend on the dark blue line representing the S&P 500? Some of the strongest returns can occur during the late stages of an economic cycle or immediately after a market bottom, making market timing or shifting to cash a risky move. So what's one to do when it seems like the market is falling apart? Of course, everyone's situation is different, but generally speaking, there can be a benefit to staying invested mainly because of those potential strong returns I just mentioned. Trying to avoid the worst drops can mean missing the opportunity for gains. Infrequently, investors get out too late to avoid the worst of a decline. I'm full of charts today. See this one showing a hypothetical $1,000 investment in the S&P 500 from 2009 to 2018. If the investment remained invested the full period, it would have grown to $2,775, with an average annual return of 10.75%. Missing just 30 of the best days in that period would have put the investor in negative territory, losing 8.18% of the initial value. On the flip side, investors could leave the market and miss the worst days. But studies show people generally stop investing when the market is down especially after a difficult downturn, and they return after the market has already started to bounce back. All right, so what about how you're invested? Again, this will be highly specific to the individual. Keep in mind, not all stocks respond the same during downturns. Some sectors hold up more consistently than others. 
usually those with higher dividends, such as consumer staples and utilities. Growth-oriented stocks can still have a place in portfolios, though. It's important to focus on companies with strong balance sheets, consistent cash flows, and those with products or services that people will continue to use every day. What about bond portfolios? We're in a unique time in that both the equity and bond markets are in bear territory, the first time since 1982. Investors don't necessarily need to increase their bond allocation ahead of a recession, but they should review their fixed income exposure to ensure it's well-positioned, diversified, and comprised of strong, creditworthy issuers. Okay, let's wrap this up. By no means am I here to downplay the pain of market downturns, but rather I wanna put recessions into perspective with historical data. The key with recessions is to stay calm, maintain a long-term perspective, and ensure your portfolio is well-balanced to benefit from periods of growth, but importantly, be resilient during volatility. Hang in there and thanks for joining.